waiting for tonight. Oh, when you would be here in my arms. Hello, and welcome to the next exciting episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, the podcast where Matt and Todd go see a movie at our local Regal Cinema, and then we talk about it, how we feel about it, should you see it, should you not see it, and any kind of random tangent information we can go on to help bring it to you. Today, with our special guest, Eden Cummins. Hello! I am Todd Domer. And I'm Matt Malloy. And yes, welcome to this episode. Uh, and welcome, Eden. This is our first uh, guest star, guest appearance. Uh, anyone outside of the Matt and Todd duo for a movie in theater. We watched uh, a movie tonight. We watched the movie Venom, Let There Be Carnage, which is the sequel to Venom. You'd be correct. <laughs> there was just so much carnage. There was. Um, so, yeah. So here we are. We're outside the theater, chilling, watching the world go by in the parking lot. And we're here to tell you about Venom, Let There Be Carnage. So first, who's in this movie? Um, many of the main characters from Venom, which I just watched yesterday, uh, make their return appearance. We've got Tom Hardy as Venom, slash whatever his name is. Rock, Eddie, Brock. Bra- Eddie, Eddie Brock. Brock. Yes, thank you. Um, we've got Michelle Williams in this. Uh, we've got Woody Harrelson in this as, uh, the character of Carnage slash whatever his name is. Cletus Cassidy. Thank you. Thank you. Cletus Cassidy, the serial killer, who has a very, very brief appearance in an after credit scene in the first Venom movie. With a lot more hair, actually. Um, and, uh, that's where I tap out, but Todd, I think you have at least one more person. Uh, yes. I cannot remember the woman's name in the movie. We just keep calling her Scream. Well, it's Shriek. 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 Francis... Something? Bourbon? Bourgeois? Francis something. Yeah. Yeah. Is Naomi Harris... She's been in a lot of stuff. I recognize her from the Pirates of Caribbean movies, which angered me a little bit because I dislike those movies. So uh, they're taking up precious space in my mind at this point that I don't know why I'm still hanging on to them. Purge them. But that's it. I can't. I can't think of anyone else really. I, think I don't think he is one, but the cop reminds me of a Wahlberg. I was going to say I Wahlberg. think he's Donnie Wahlberg, but I don't think he is. No, we're thinking of Saul. Where Donnie yes. Wahlberg was a cop. Yes. But, like, the same same energy all up and down. All right. So, a few people are in this. Um, and I was happy to see that, that they brought back uh, even the the convenience store lady is brought back Mrs. from the first Kim. movie. Mrs. Kim. Um, so, so, what's this movie all about? Well, like I said, this is a sequel movie. So, you've got... Um, you've got... Uh, Tom Hardy's character with the symbiote uh, Venom, um, which he picks up in the first movie um, and continues to have in this movie. Um, He kind of is a down on his luck, but coming back up to the top uh, kind of reporter guy. 
um, who does, you know, I mean, in the first movie, he does like all these exposés. It's not clear what exactly he's been doing in the second movie to make any kind of money, um, but he's still some kind of reporter type person. Um, so he goes, um, he's requested by the serial killer, Cletus Cassidy. Yes. Um, to go do an interview uh, and share his life story with with uh, with the guy. And so he goes there and um, Venom is there with him and um, he takes some clues and figures out kind of where the bodies are buried from the serial killer, which they've never known. Um, and uh, you get a little bit of backstory on um, on Cletus Cassidy. Uh, we find out that, that he grew up and was in an orphanage and then um, had, a, had a romance with uh, this super-powered uh, lady who later is announced as someone called Shriek who has superpowered voice and um, they were separated when they were in this kind of orphanage type house um, and he is trying to get a message to her via uh, Brock what's his last name? Eddie Brock Eddie Brock, Eddie Brock. <laughs> Brock is his last name Sorry, having trouble with names tonight, <laughs> but um, so so the serial killer is sending a message to his long lost love, who's in a secret psychiatric facility and uh, is prevented from using her voice in a meaningful way to escape. Although she could, if precautions were not taken. So that's kind of the the setup um, after. Eddie Brock uh, finds finds out where all these bodies are, and the police sort of take them away. And then things go downhill for for Cletus Cassidy. Um, he's he's going to be executed, and um, and invites Eddie Brock to come watch the proceedings. And that's where things get interesting, because um, through a series of events. Uh, Cletus Cassidy bites Eddie Brock's uh, finger and um, transfers a small amount of symbiote material, which develops into a full-grown symbiote, uh, which is later dubbed Carnage. And so there you see the Let There Be Carnage part of the title is in reference to this other alien symbiote who takes over Cletus Cassidy's body and gives him superpowers. And all of this happens right at the death scene and uh, Cletus breaks out of, of the, the death chamber and breaks out of prison and goes on a rampage and finds his girlfriend, the, the incredible shrieking woman, and um, then there's a big showdown uh, between Venom and Carnage and their respective hosts. And that, I think, is as much as we need to share about the plot without giving spoilers. Did I miss anything? Not really. I mean, there's a big part of the movie that's about just 
Venom and Eddie's relationship True. kind of stuff. But, you know, we'll get into that. It's there. We'll get into that. <laughs> um, okay. So, Todd, your thoughts on this movie, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. So this is going to be, I think, hard for me because this is going to be one of those movies where as I think about it more, I'll either tilt to liking it more or I'll start to dislike it more. Um, and so I'm having trouble finding my starting point. Um, on a whole, I like the movie. Like, it wasn't the best thing I've ever seen, but it also, like, it wasn't a waste of time by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, and it's it's really only, like, a, an hour and 25-minute movie. It's, like really short um pretty tight i guess there were some parts where i was like all right let's get back to something happening or something but um yeah i i i can already tell the biggest part of this movie that i didn't like is the whole uh shriek everything like everything to do with her and her and Cletus's relationship and stuff like that. Like, I, I think I would enjoy this movie if that whole thing was gone. Like, her whole character didn't need it. Because it ties me up in ways that I don't like to be tied up. I'm like, okay, well, so far this universe that we know only has aliens. Like, that's what we're dealing with right now. And here's a person who just popped up powers and we're like, okay. Uh, and I just, I, it just kind of really sidetracked me. I couldn't, like... I felt like I couldn't bounce back from just being like, why is this in here? Like, it doesn't do a whole lot, but to kind of introduce, I don't know, the love interest for Cletus and fill in his backstory a little bit. Like, um, but she's just kind of there. And then they're like kind of Bonnie and Clyde for a while. It's like, I just, I got lost in all that. Like, I, uh, I could be on my own. Maybe people, maybe the masses will really like it. Her. Um, but I just, and it's not anything against Naomi Harris or how she acted or anything like that. I just felt like that was a, a misstep for me. Um, are you sure it's not related to her being in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies? It very well could be. I'm still not the biggest fan of those movies, but I just kind of felt like uh, from everything. And again, as always, I'm separate. I'm trying to separate my comic self with my movie self. And honestly, I don't know a whole lot about Carnage or anything like that. I just always thought Cletus Cassidy, homicidal maniac, psychotic, kind of stuff like that. And it's it's almost like I didn't... I was getting lost and not appreciating really the fact that they tried to humanize him at different points. Like, here's this girl that he loves. Here's this addition to a tragic kind of backstory to make you kind of feel a little bit. Like, I, to me, we've already gotten plenty of, like, complex villains where like oh they're really doing this because something happened in the past and stuff like that i i was really looking forward to carnage just being straight carnage like just straight there's no plan about it i'm just out killing like i'm just doing my carnage thing and it got a little over story driven in my opinion um but outside of that i thought everything was still pretty good effects Tom Hardy is still doing Tom Hardy in this role. Like, it's equal parts good, equal parts funny, and equal parts, like, mm, like, uh, <laughs> and uh, Woody Harrelson was uh, pretty okay. Like, I, I felt like he could have, like, 
brought it a little bit more. Um, but, you know, everything was like the, in the okay to good area. I just got really tripped up in these like specific parts that I was like, I think it would be a better movie if this stuff wasn't in it. Like, and it got more, I don't know, we had more time to really flush out fighting or flush out, do something else. I don't know. So I, I enjoyed the movie. I'm going to have a hard time landing on a specific number and I don't know, maybe I will, this is one of those movies where I'll appreciate it more as I think about it over the next couple of days, or maybe I'll start to really start to pick it apart and be like, mm, I don't know. Um, but otherwise I had an enjoyable time, no matter what, like it being such a short movie, it's like, you can't really get too bogged down in any scene. Cause they were like right next to the next one, right next to the, you know, so yeah, not my best review because I'm feeling lost in my thoughts right now, but um, that's where I'm going to end because I could tangent all night. So, Eden? Did you notice how this movie had the same story beats as Night at the Roxbury? Because <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> um, like, I really, uh, I, I went into this expecting it to be a just messy jumble of CGI fighting things, and that's exactly what I got. So, it's exactly what it says on the tin. Like, uh, the thing I liked about the first Venom movie and this one is that both of them are kind of like these stylistic throwbacks to those really early 2000 Blades and your Daredevils and your uh, Fantastic Fours, which, like, objectively weren't great, but were just a lot of fun to have action movies with comic book people in them. Um, and it made me feel that same way. It didn't have to be accurate. I didn't have to, like, think about it. I didn't have to, like have in the back of my mind like a compare and contrast I knew it wasn't going to be like lined up and it just kind of worked for me that way um I felt like three movies in one which was wild uh and there's a lot of whiplash um I think that like I also had a problem with the Shriek character but only because she existed as just living foreshadow like she was just there and I guess to move along Cletus's motivations and his plot and to kind of like give him a reason to do stuff um but like her power is what it is and you kind of figured that it was going to come into play like right there was like a lot of there were a lot of like elements that were just like all right well we're here now um seeing that it was directed by Andy Serkis was one of those like that now makes sense uh like things where I, I'm not familiar with what else he's directed but the CGI all the time uh, felt really heavy, and I, I get it now. Um, my uh, my weird universe bogged down thing um, wasn't the introduction of powered people. It was where do they get all the mass for the tendrils? Because uh, <laughs> like there's like a point where one or both of them are like building sized kind of, and just like. Where'd that come from? Um, there's a lot of, like, internal logic stuff that was kind of like, all right. But I enjoyed it for the chaotic mess that it was. It was the exact thing I expected. I'm glad to have come out to a theater, which I'm still not, like, 100% on board with in the year of our Lord 2021. So, like, it was good to do that and kind of um, have that experience on the screen uh, I think that that played really well. Like, it was just a very enjoyable time, which is exactly what I thought it would be. Boom. 
There it what is. What you got, Matt? Matt? Well, I have the following things. I offer the perspective of having watched the first movie last night mm. and then coming right into this movie today. Um, I think that the uh, symbiote fighting scenes were better in the first movie. Um, I thought that the, the symbiote we got, Carnage, um, has way too many arms. Um, and it's really distracting. <laughs> and um, I think more than one symbiote in a movie is too many. Um, from a too much is going on with CGI fighting and yes... I know that there were two in the first movie also, um, but I thought that the fight was a little cleaner between them um, in that movie. Well, less, yeah, they didn't arms. have... Yeah, less <laughs> have somebody, you, might, it might have been able to create weapons like blades, but it still only had like two, maybe a third arm popped up here and there. But that, right on. Yeah, Carnage was like a straight uh, ten arms at all times, like are flying around and you don't know what's going on. Yes. Do you all not discuss like the golden rule of superhero movies where superheroes are only allowed to fight reverse versions of themselves? Oh, yeah. Like that's, that's just kind of like a thing. <laughs> Fair, fair, fair theorem. <laughs> um, we haven't discussed that before, no. So thank you for bringing that to the podcast. Ant-Man can only fight Yellow Jacket, like, and ah, then, yes. like, another person with, like, weird size and space powers. Uh, like, it's just every time they introduce a villain, it is always, like, a tweak on the person themselves. Iron Man fights other Iron Men, <laughs> like, in every freaking movie. <laughs> This is true. <laughs> it happens. Well, uh, so I didn't like that part of it. Uh, the the over-armed CGI fighting between symbiotes. Um, I do always appreciate seeing Jen from Dawson's Creek pop up in any movie. Um, I'd like some more Joey Potter in different movies, but, you know, she seems to be doing not too much these days. Um... But I'll always mark for, for Dawson's Creek characters popping up. Is that Renee Zellweger? What? Michelle Williams? No, Michelle Williams. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're the same person. Oh, okay. Yes, gotcha. it is. That is a, I don't want to wish okay. for our lives to be over. Yes. So, um, what did I like about this movie other than um, Jen from Dawson's Creek? Well, uh, I liked the kind of story that Todd you alluded to, where we got we got uh, uh, what's his name Brock, Eddie Brock. It's <laughs> not my night. Eddie Brock's uh, division from uh, and falling out from from being inhabited by Venom. Venom goes off at one point in the movie and inhabits other people. Um, and then they come back together for their big, big fight scene at the end. Um, that was kind of fun. Um, and, and Jen from Dawson's Creek got to be the inhabited by the symbiote for a little bit again, just as she did in the first movie. So that's always a plus. And, um, I would say overall, I enjoyed myself at this film. Um, I don't think it was a great movie. But I think it was fine. Um, and there's a nice little after mid credit scene that was pretty interesting. Uh, which, of course, we won't spoil for you. But just 
just to tell you it's there and okay we have a bicyclist approaching with a with dog with a dog <laughs> and a and a light this is this is interesting Here's, they're just taking their dog for a, a run yeah something like that all right looks nice. like a best buy uniform yeah could be there's no best buy near here though no anymore which is wild <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> Don't anyway, worry. there's usually one of these per podcast. Yes. Okay. When we're in this corner, there's either there's typically a car over there, for which we always assume is empty, and then near the end of the podcast, <laughs> the lights will turn on and it'll drive away, and it's like, yeah. or people, random people, just walking by us, or some animal friends that might show up. You never know. Yeah. You gestured, and I thought they were there, and not not yet. <laughs> nope. No. I just like to get everyone's hopes up. Well. Those are my thoughts on this movie. They're not multifaceted or long, <laughs> but they are what they are. Yeah. I will say, like, something that you said, Eden, that I, uh, as I'm thinking about it. I'm the like, Roxbury thing? Well, yes, not only that, but, <laughs> like, there is a there there is a place for these type of movies, whether or not be, it be super good or super bad. I like the fact that there's no world-ending event in this movie <laughs> like it's just kind of you know it's pretty simplistic maybe the city is slightly in danger at times but that's really like it it is not like the world's gonna explode if you don't stop this thing and that that is kind of like every superhero movie at this point it is a massive world-ending event and it's nice to see things taken back to the streets the stakes for this movie are explored in like <laughs> Eddie Brock walking past three TVs at different points with newscasts on them. Yeah. Like, that's the only way you know that something more than our A-plot is happening. <laughs> um, like, it is really... Ref- I mean, it's just really nice to just go and be like, what a dumb comic book movie. Like, it's just nice to be able to universally have the opinion that this doesn't have to be good or I don't have to defend it. My identity's not going to be wrapped up in this. Like, it's just like, okay, I've watched Tom Hardy be in two movies at once and um, some CGI stuff and all right. Yep. (laughs) Good work. Yeah. So, um, how many, um, how many chickens are we going to give this movie? Which okay. comes into play in uh, Venom and Eddie's relationship. <laughs> not going to go any further than that because it is, you know, it is a comic relief. You want to be not not told everything about it. So, obviously, five chickens being the best because then you have plenty of chickens and, you know, you got yourself a little chicken party. Uh, no zero, chicken spoilers. Yeah, Zero is bad because then you have no chicken. Correct. Like whether it be alive or you killed it and fried it up, you got nothing. So, uh, Eden, can I get a point of clarification? Can I get a point of order? Sure. Eight guest spots. Uh, eight guest spots, and I'm going to ask this question. Okay. Is this like, this is just like gut instinct feeling about it, or gut instinct how good I thought it was? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just <laughs> the number that the number that calls to me by whatever rubric is in my heart. Right. Sing my heart Correct. song in this moment. Yeah. As long as your gut is involved, you're you've chosen well. All right. Yes. If yes. you if you are thinking any more than that, then you're you're outside the bounds. All right. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm going to give this a solid 3.14. Nice. Uh, then it was very hungry. It made me think of pie. Um, and uh, I think that it was closer to exactly what I wanted from it than anything else. I'm not going to revisit it particularly often. Sure. But, like, what a great thing to have on. In a, po- in a pandemic world, what a great thing to have on while you're in a Discord call with your friends. Like, sure. you don't need to track it. Great times. Fair. Cool. Matt? Um, I'm going to go 2.6 chickens out of 5. Um, I did enjoy myself. I give this a little bit better than average score, but not much. Um, I, I mentioned my problem with, with too many arms. Uh, that brings down the score a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, 2.6. Solid movie. Not great. But, yeah, it was fine. If the grading rubric was Carnage Arms, what would your score be? <laughs> oh, point two. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, I, sorry, I misunderstood. <laughs> I thought you were saying if we graded only uh, based no. on the number of Carnage Arms no, in the movie. No, instead of chickens, we were talking about oh, Carnage yes. Arms. Well, it, it would still be the same score, okay. but I would not be as happy as I am. Okay. <laughs> Um, I, I'm going to land on the number that first popped in my head. Um, I'm going to land on a 2.9. Um, I think it was an enjoyable time. Do I need to necessarily make the argument for anyone to see this in theaters? I don't really think so. Like, this is a definitely a streamable movie whenever it becomes available. If you're not, if you're not theater ready or you don't want to spend the money, but if you're a, a rewards member like us and it doesn't really cost you really that much to go see a movie, then then I say, go, you know, go for it. Why not? But, you know, this is definitely a streamable, perfectly content movie. Um, and, you know, take it back to the streets, like I said. So I had a fun time, fun time for the movie, fun time with the friends I was with. So that's all you can really ask for. That is all you can ask for. I feel like this is one of those where, like, if you were going to see it, you were going to see it. Like, no review in the world is swaying you. Correct. One way or the other. And I think that that's, again, there's just a place in the world for that. Sure. Yes. Agree. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies with special guest Eden Cummins. um, Where we reviewed Venom. Let there be coffee. Let there be coffee. <laughs> I did not take any drugs tonight. <laughs> I apologize, Dan Dober. This isn't my finest hour. <laughs> um, yes, and we gave it an average rating of 2.88 uh, chickens out of five, which is fine. Decent rating. I agree with Todd. You don't have to really see this in theaters. But if you like comic book movies, you, you probably will watch this one. Um, and that's great. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We will continue to make podcasts and you just keep on downloading them and listening to them on our behalf. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. Da-da-da-da. Da-da. Da-da-da. 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 Da-da